Hi everyone, it's Sloan Rhodes. Hi subscribers. Today I am um, doing another Q&A video based on a question from Holly. And let me just pull it up here. Holly is undergoing a spiritual awakening and she has some questions. And just to remind everyone that these Q&A sessions are really uh, just to kind of give you some uh, pointers and maybe some direction. Uh, hopefully a little bit of clarity or maybe you'll find it useful. But they're never meant to be uh, a definitive answer. And they're never meant to be a better answer than the one that you know within your own heart and your own um, field of energy. So, you know, I, I, I answer questions that I think more, many people have the same question but they haven't necessarily asked. And I also try to answer questions that I can provide some kind of clarity for, that I have a, a personal connection to. So any, any of my uh, responses are always going to be grounded in my own personal experience. So let's just go ahead and look at Holly's uh, question here. So she has a really long email and she only asks one question, but many of her, but much of the email is around her spiritual awakening, how she is, um, uh, she's hearing sounds, uh, high-pitched noises in her left ear in particular. Um, she's perceiving things around her differently. Um, her intuition seems to be heightened. Uh, and she is waking up on a regular basis between the hours of 1.30 and 3.30 in the morning. And her main question here, she asks it is, uh, and she's also seeing um, repeating numbers, in particular 333 almost daily. And so her question though is, will a spiritual awakening alter your sleep pattern? And then the way Holly phrases it is, for your soul's growth, or for the growth of the soul. And so there's a lot in the email in general, and then just in, in terms of answering her question, yes, <laughs> uh, a spiritual awakening will indeed alter your your um, your sleep pattern, it will cause sleep, uh, what will feel like sleep disruptions. Um, and yes, of course, it's for your the growth of your soul, as is every single thing that occurs <laughs> in your incarnation, as you know. Um, but in particular, during a spiritual awakening, these things tend to happen in more intense ways. We are more aware of them. So let me say this about, about this from my my personal experience and from my um, my perception and my intuition. Whenever you are undergoing um, a spiritual awakening, you are no longer um, operating in or only identifying the world of form. You are beginning to experience fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth dimensions sometimes especially in the in the sleep state, especially in the dream state. And so it's not uncommon to awaken uh, during uh, periods that normally would be a full night's sleep because you are entering other dimensions in ways that you are trying to integrate more rapidly sometimes and more consciously. Now, a lot of times during the night, which is when most of us sleep, um, there are these disruptions or these awake, will wake up, you know, at a certain time. So it may not necessarily be that that time is, in terms of the numerical value, important to you, but it's that you are being um, called to attention. You, it's becoming so insistent, let's say, that you have to pay attention to what's occurring. Because many times the mind 
the logical linear mind will say, oh, it's just this, you know, and it tends to write these things off. But whenever things happen in repetition, um, over and over again, from my perspective, it's always to try to get your attention, to say, pay attention here. So that you cannot just say, oh, it was whatever, right? You know, if you woke up just a couple nights between 1.30 and 3.30, you might think, oh, that's weird, but you wouldn't spend a lot of time thinking about it. But here, you're meant to not only uh, notice it, which of course will trigger the mind, but you're also meant to be with it, right? Be with the, the opening, the awakening. Many times we experience trouble sleeping or sleep disruptions, how we perceive it, um, because we can't distract ourselves during that time. Often during the nighttime, it's very still, it's very quiet. There's not so much around us, going on around us, and so we have to kind of tune in and pay attention. Not necessarily to the meaning of it, but to the feeling of it. If you are in the dream state, in the sleep state, and you are entering into fourth or fifth dimension, sixth dimension sometimes, uh, and then you, you wake up, you're gonna, your body is going to feel a little different. You're revving up your physical body and there's a period of integration that has to occur. But you know you have to acknowledge it first, so, so there's that. Um, so what I would you know, suggest, if it resonates with you, Holly, and, and anyone else who may be experiencing this, is rather than trying to figure out what it means, um, sit with the energy. Just be with it. Tune into the physical sensations within your body. Be present with what's occurring. The heart is aware that an awakening is occurring. The mind will say, this is annoying. What does it mean, right? The same goes for um, numbers that repeat. Now, Holly mentioned 333. Three, three. Now, many people associate that with the Ascended Masters. Um, I would also suggest, um, because we all, of course, whenever you're undergoing a spiritual awakening, we tend to want to figure it out, right? We go online, we read books, we you know, listen to... <laughs> YouTube, uh, people on YouTube, you know, whatever it may be, however it is that you do your research. Anyone, whenever you find someone who says that they have the definitive answer or have um, seem overly confident that, this, that something means something, uh, I would hold it gently because there is no definitive answer. You know, so many people associate 333 with the Ascended Masters, right? But many people do not. <laughs> You know, it may, be, it may mean something different for you, but regardless of what the, the meaning of it is, sit with the energy of it. It's more important during an awakening to be with what the heart is aware of as opposed to what the mind wants, thinks it wants to know in order to feel better, more comfortable. Um, you're gonna toggle back and forth and that's okay. Um, but just stay away from specific meanings and definitive answers. Um, you know, it's, it can be very misleading because suddenly you're de going down the rabbit hole with the mind of, um, for instance, there's a lot of information around 11-11. You know, there's so much um, focus, if you look on the internet, around this being um, having to do with a, a twin flame connection. Now, that may feel right and true for you, but it doesn't necessarily feel right and true for me. For me, the 11-11, the 111, is a master number of um, spiritual awareness, um, spiritual awakening. So when I see 111, when I see 11-11, 
I'm aware that there's an opening there, that I'm especially open. And it's like a tap on the shoulder. Pay attention. And that goes for 333, 444, 555, whatever it may be for you. Of course, you can look up numerology and, and find out what resonates with you because that's fun. That's part of the, the unique way that you are experiencing it. But don't get too caught up on the meaning, with what the mind decides is a meaning. Hold everything very, very gently and loosely um, during a spiritual awakening process because you are continually shifting and growing and your understandings will deepen and continue to deepen and deepen and deepen so that the surface answers won't resonate um, after a while. <laughs> you know, I mean, do it, you know, do it feels right to your few, but that's, you know, that's one perspective um, here. And uh, I'll, I'll give you an example. So um, really, I don't see repeating numbers as much anymore, but what I do see more often is one, two, three, four, or one, two, three. And so my mind um, likes to play with the idea that this, this is like a tap upon my shoulder to say, hey, you're on the right path. It feels very sequential, one, two, three, four, obviously five, six. And so it's comforting to my mind. It's comforting to the inner child who says, um, what does it mean? <laughs> you know, where am I going? And so I like to play with the idea that one, two, three, one, two, three, four is my guides and angels saying, you're on the right path. You're going the right direction, right? Although there is no right path and there is no right direction, but it feels comforting to my mind because whenever we are undergoing a spiritual awakening, uh, it truly is a time of, uh, of great chaos. Um, you know, it's, uh, you may feel like you're dying, you know, like death is, upon, death is upon you. And in truth, it is, but it's ego death. You are dissolving the egoic structures within. You are dissolving uh, your egoic identity. And that can feel very distressing and disturbing um, to the mind and to the, the inner child, the, the feelings of, of, um, of safety that the inner child um, connects to. And part of as part of the egoic structure, so uh, <clears throat> you know, I I think I guess my point is just to hold things very very loosely, and um, be very kind and gentle to your with yourself, and as best you can, you know, do your research as we all do, um, but hold it lightly. Don't don't get too caught up on definitive answers or um, feel you know feeling that because someone else is very, very confident in what they are saying something means doesn't mean that it is indeed true for you. <laughs> you know, always trust your own heart. Um, let me think if there's anything else I want to say about this. Let me just look at Holly's email again. Everyone's path and awakening is going to be expressed differently. Again, there may be similarities um, that uh, we all kind of can connect to. For instance, Holly mentions the ringing in the ear. Um, you know, some people will say the ringing in the ear, the left ear means that you are um, connecting to the past and the ringing in the right ear means you're connecting to the future. Even if someone says that very confidently, if it doesn't resonate with you, then, you know, consider where you hold the information within you already. This is another um, uh, technique, I, I guess, that you could you could try. So when you are seeing repeating numbers, 11, 11, 555, before you do your research, uh, ask yourself, where do I hold this information within me already? Where do I already know this information? 
Now, sometimes this will be frustrating to the mind because the mind says, I don't know, that's why I'm asking. <laughs> you know, what does it mean? But just by going to your heart first, you begin to um, deepen your connection to the truth of who you are, the truth of your connection to the all that is, as opposed to what the mind thinks it wants in order to feel the comfort <laughs> that you know the answer and therefore now you're safe again because you know um, the answer to, to the linear logical thinking. Uh, let me look at Holly's email. Okay, so I'm going to read this part of Holly's email and then I want to talk a little bit about it. So, um, for the last couple of years I have noticed a change in how I perceive the little things around me, or the things around me. It is almost like the most seemingly little mundane things I notice more intently, um, like the sound of a current makes an outlet or a light bulb or a motor in a fan or waves crash on the beach. And it can be deafening at times and my intuition is becoming more heightened. So. Um, as I mentioned, as you begin to become less identified and less, um, let me put it this way, as you begin to be more present, you begin to enter into dimensions beyond the three-dimensional realm. So you do experience the present moment in very you can experience the present moment in very intense ways. Colors may seem very, very vibrant. Sounds may seem amplified. That's part of the process. It doesn't necessarily mean what the mind will want it to mean, but drop into your heart and say, yes, there's an awakening occurring. I'm becoming more aware of the essence of who I truly am. I am turning on the lights that already exist within me, my wholeness the wholeness of who I am, my connection to all. These are some of the, the ways that you can play with some of these occurrences, uh, such as the, the ear ringing, the repeating numbers, uh, the sleep disturbances, you know, every time as much as possible when you can go to the heart first, you know, where do I, where do I hold this information within me already? And rather than get frustrated, which of course you will anyway, <laughs> we all do, but you, you know, when you can, you can say, all right, the heart already knows the answer. There's an awakening occurring. The heart knows that there is an awareness and an awakening that is deepening. And the mind will say, yeah, but I need, I need the evidence, I need the answers, I want more because I'm frustrated and I'm scared and I'm alone. Now, many times during a spiritual awakening, uh, you may feel alone. Um, you may see people walking by and you may feel disconnected in some ways. The reverse can also be true. But for those of you who this resonates with, um, it's not uncommon where you feel suddenly very, you can feel very isolated and alone. And you may even choose to spend more time in isolation away from the, um, the world of form, let's say, and all the, all the interactions that can be very distracting during an awakening. But rather than feel, because um, the ego will come in and say, you need to get out there more, you're, you're disconnected from everybody, you're so isolated. If, if you are aware of people, if you are aware of the thought that you want to be with people, if you see people and you feel disconnected, remind the mind that the very fact that they are in your field of awareness is proof that you are connected to them already, that you are not separate from them at all. You would not be aware of them 
and your desire for connection or for more people or whatever it may be, uh, if you didn't already have it within you, if you didn't already have that connection within you, if you didn't already know what that connection felt like, you're not separate from anything at all, but the mind will say, I'm separated from all these things. What's happening to me? <laughs> you know, and it can be very scary, as I mentioned, and um, disconcerting. Um, and the mind and the ego will say, when will it end? When will this end? And it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't necessarily end, but it does get easier and easier as you integrate more and more and you work through where um, you allow, let's say, the egoic structures to dissolve um, without the resistance, you know, and the fight um, that can occur and often does occur. So anyway, I hope that you find that helpful. And if you have any additional questions, of course, you're welcome to email me or include them here on the YouTube channel. And I will be doing more of these um, as they come up and as I have time for them. Uh, and again, you know, this is not the definitive answer to any of this. This is uh, meant to, you know, help guide you and provide some insights just from my own personal experience. Again, it's very grounded in my experience. Uh, of course, I've done my own research in terms of, you know, what I enjoy doing, uh, I enjoy doing more in the past with my intellect, but uh, your experience will be your own, perfect and unique, just as you are. So anyway, I wish you much love as always.